Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sofa Chronicles. I'm Josh here with my main man, my brother from another mother who I love like no other. The one, the only, Jacob Giles. Hello, hey sir. there, everybody. How are y'all doing tonight? Hope is well. <laughs> so loud. Dying. <laughs> Dying? Okay. I, I felt like I was for a second. Uh, it looked like you was for a I second. I muted it, but, you know, that yeah, doesn't matter. Still, still a bit loud. That doesn't okay. matter. Uh, tonight, this is interesting. We are not recording on our scheduled time because nope. of just situations that happened yesterday. I'm the problem. It's me. You're not the problem. You had to go spend time with the babies. Yeah. So it's okay. Any hoosers. Any hoosers. Also, we are uh, currently live on Instagram for the first time. So, Indeed. Uh, to anybody who wants to get kind of early access to the podcast, I think this is going to kind of be a normal thing. I like it. I'm a fan. That, yeah, I'm going to have know. to put it out there on Twitter and, and Facebook and see how that goes. And then there's also people who can join us, as in Mr. Cook, yeah. who decided to join in. Mr. Uh, Jared Cook is with us, ladies and he gentlemen. Yes, he is. Say hey. So you can say hello. Hello. Yeah. So he's going to give us some, some topics, hopefully, and just some good one-liners. Like, the, uh, like of all the flavors like, in the world. Don't choose to be salty. Yeah. That's such a good one-liner. It is a good one-liner, but it's also very honest. It is very honest. So Also, I hinted in our live, and uh, I'm going to share it now, of my good news story. Go for it. A Dutch supermarket introduced slow checkouts for lonely elderly people who want someone to talk to. I saw that. The move has proven so successful that they have installed the checkouts in 200 stores. They have also added a chat corner where locals could meet for a cup of coffee in a chat. I think that's fantastic. Dude, that is honestly really cool because you got to think about it. There's there's point in time that when people go to, to a hospice home or just an old person's home or whatever it is you want to call it, no one goes and visits anymore. Nope. Like, doesn't matter if it's their children. Um, we're at the house for uh, Miss Voldemorte. Buh. The one that shall not be named. The one that shall not be named. Yes. Indubitably. Yes. But, um, yeah, their children, their siblings may not be able to make it there or they just don't go. So having that option to have a, a slow checkout where you can just talk to somebody is is probably one of the greatest ideas that any place like that has ever had. Well, I don't know if you know this about me, but I love to talk. <laughs> no. I'm real good at it. What gave that away? Uh, maybe the everything about me. The everything about you? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Jo- oh, so that is not Josh. That is Jared. What? Ms. Voldemort asked a question, and I'm I'm replying that Jared is in the dark. Oh. Yes. No, Josh is right. Oh, right there. That's $5.99 for the foot. You oh, we can share no, that too. No. Yes. No, sir. Why not? Absolutely not. Please? I'm not ready. Why? No. Come on. I don't want to do it. I already told him about it. You told who? John Bass, Jared Cook. Bro, and Mac, Bro. and and Mac, she, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why Mac? She was at the cigar lounge. Oh god damn it. <laughs> Doesn't your sister listen to this? I don't want I don't want that out there like that. I don't know. Not my problem. You're the one who made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wait, it's gonna go on Twitter. No, no. Oh, yeah. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. <laughs> <laughs> they love your feats. Nasty. Voldemort said, look at that foot. Can't oh. see it no more. You bashful asshole. I'm not bashful. I have ugly feet. There's people who get off on that thing. Anyways. I got ugly feet. So, like I was saying, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was You're people who... You're not letting who, go, are you? Huh? You're not going to let it go, are you? What? I'm I'm trying to glaze past this. Okay, I can, fine. Go. Glaze. I can, I can go back to this, glaze. Mr. No, glaze. Mr. Prime. Huh? Mr. Prime. <laughs> You're the one... Who put that on there? And it was fucking funny. It is funny. It's fantastic. They laughed real hard. Who did? Jared and Mac when they figured out what it was. Oh. They were like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Mac's face was like, Huh? No. <laughs> it was fantastic. You should have been there. Oh, Lord Jesus. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Yeah. One of the things that I wanted to <laughs> leader of the thought of bots. One of the things I wanted to talk about is how people put on Facebook when they're happy or they're sad, doing okay, not doing okay, and it involves person or people. Um, there's times that they put things on there that's very one-sided, and it's not fair to the people that is it is directed at. Indeed. And granted, there's times it's good and it's directed to people, but obviously if it's a good post or a great post, no one's really going to say anything negative, right? Right. Okay. So, there's particular people that is very close to us that has put things on Facebook or on Instagram or Twitter or whatever that is understandable of why but it's only understandable to the people that's involved with that. Uh, everybody else doesn't have the other side of the story, right? So one thing I noticed is, is this particular go around. There has been things that was shared and things that was posted that doesn't paint one side of the party in a good light, obviously, because that's not how things work. Cause Normally, when you're in the middle of an argument, if you get into an argument on Facebook, well, then automatically, hey, the person who's doing the arguing to defend themselves is, is a shitbag right off the rip. And there's no defense towards that because no one wants to give them that option. What I had to tell the person who reached out for some advice is that she needed to take a step back and look at what she said, and then look what the people replied with, and then take that entirety of the situation and knowledge that she had, and then apply it to the side that doesn't get to say anything. And if they do get to say something, they're shitbag. But most important is that 
it's a one-sided argument. And you have every single person that is commenting on that saying, oh, well, I told you this and I told you that. I've been saying this for a long time and, and you know, you deserve better. And sure, they could be right in the aspect of what they're saying, but they don't know the other side. They don't know what's going on with the other person. So before someone gets to the point where they start just posting stuff that bashes the other person, take a step back, realize what you could say and how that could affect the other person because they won't get the opportunity to defend themselves in that space in an an opportunity of zero, zero or clean slate or, you know, level playing ground, whatever it is you may want to call it. Um, Mm-hmm. I'm reading the comments. Oh, yes. Uh, but even if it, even if you, even if the other side is defended against to a degree, it's not going to change how people think of the situation because they already chose their side automatically when they commented saying, "Hey, that person sucks." And the reason why I say that is something I haven't really talked about a whole lot is my divorce. Yeah. There's been things that's been said about me that's not true. One of them is that I cheated on my ex-wife. Never did that. Hate to hurt hurt her heart. Never cheated on her. I married the person I wanted. That was the decision I made willingly uh, when I asked her to marry me. And... Now it seems like that she is trying to justify a situation that I have no idea about, but I have not bashed her publicly. I have said my piece to certain people in private because they asked me how I felt about it. And I told them before I say anything that I told her that she needed to do what was right to for her if she needed to leave the situation then leave it but also do it as an adult and in my personal opinion she did not she did not handle it in a way that was in my opinion uh standard of a normal adult would have handled things yeah agreed so i did not bash her not because that I was still in love with her at the time or, you know, that she, that she didn't deserve it because in, in honesty, from what people has told me that I've talked to, Oh yeah, I have every right to just completely slam her on whatever platform I feel like it, but it's not going to do me any good. It's not going to yeah. do any good towards her either. So, and like I told you, and I've told you this several times, and I love you very dearly. You are one of the the most important people in my life. I uh, I also am not going to bash her. What? I don't know what Max said. Oh, I can I can't hear her very well. I'm I'm also not going to bash her because of you. I appreciate that. because I love you. I respect you, and. I don't want to overstep my bounds for one and for two. It's not fair. It's not going to, it's not going to solve any of the problems. 
have I given you my opinion on the situation in private? Absolutely. Yes. And I and I've honestly appreciated it. Yeah, but as far as me going down the street to say something to somebody else or calling somebody else or reading somebody else, like writing somebody else, no, 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 no. That's not how I operate. That's it's not, not anybody else's business. Right. So that's why we have had the conversation in private. And I appreciate that. Yeah, like like I said, it's the least it, I can do for you. And again, I, I thank you very much for that because it's very easy nowadays when someone learns of somebody else going through a problem they automatically bash the other side. Yeah. So I don't know what is going to be the outcome of the situation of said person. I've given my advice to both sides of it. All I can say is that whatever has been said, it needs to be held with weight because both things or both people have said things that are valuable to the other, but it also needs to be noted that if things has been said, you have to take them at face value. Yeah. So I can only give so much advice when I'm asked. I can only talk to both sides so much about the situation until it gets to the point of just repeating. I haven't got there yet. I haven't got there yet. I will say this. I haven't got there yet, but I don't want to get to that point. And it's only because when you start repeating the same thing over and over and over, what you say has started to lose value. Yes. So I am. Which is something I'm honestly not good at. Well, I remain very neutral to this because both both parties involved are very, very important to me. They're very, very dear friends. So I am going to just keep it in, in the realm of you ask me for the advice, I'll give it to you. If you ask me the same question again, I'm just going to say I've already talked about this. Yeah. I'm now, I'm now at that point. Yeah. So... And that's not just for the people that's involved in the situation I'm referring to. That's for anything of anybody of any time. Uh, you can tell me, hey, what do you think about this truck? Or what do you think about this bike? Or what do you think I should do about this school issue? And if you ask me three or four more times, I'm like, hey, I've already told you enough. Figure it out. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. And another thing I wanted to say on my public service announcement is that if you're talking to somebody and you both agree to pursue something with each other and then out of nowhere, one side or the other just decides to stop talking to said other party, instead of ghosting them, being an adult or just not, you don't got to be an adult. Just be honest. Just be responsible. That doesn't take it being an adult. There's children that do that way better than adults. Yeah. I know three of them for sure. And you made them. Your children are very honest. Yeah. Yeah. So what are they? Nine, seven, and four? Nine, eight, and five. Nine, eight, and five. I'm sorry. Close. Well, I knew I knew they were having birthdays. I didn't know they had them already. My bad. Riley has already. <laughs> sorry. It's a little late, ladies and gentlemen. It is a little late. Like I said, um, we're, we're not on our, our normal schedule here. Me. But anyway. 
Um, anyways, Riley's already had her birthday. Yes. Zach and Aubrey have birthdays coming up. Okay. Anyways, just be honest. Hey, you may, you came on too strong. I'm kind of not digging this. Or, you know, you, you said some things that I'm not a big fan of. I'm going to take a step back and think about it. Um, but if I don't contact you, appreciate the time hanging out. Just, just something that gives the other person some kind of closure on the situation instead of what did I do wrong? Yeah. What did I do that either made the situation bad or made you uncomfortable or made you think that I was not being straightforward and honest, you know, or, you know, it's not, it's not even something along those lines either. Then just be honest about it. Oh, Hey, the distance I had to travel to go see you. Not, not want to do that. Okay, cool. Thanks. I can come see you if that's an issue. If that's not what you want, let me know. And then we'll cut it right there. Um, if you have, if you have people that you're interested in and you are talking every day, and I know where you decide to stop talking because of another person that has come in and that you're interested in. And the, the agreement that the two people originally had was, Hey, this is what we're going to be at right now. Let's take some time to figure out what we want. Talk to other people, see other people. And if we don't have anything within a certain time frame, let's talk about it. Cool. And if you make the agreement, stick to it. Don't just cut off the things or the people just because something else came up because that's not fair to the other side. If you have somebody that you're interested in, tell them we're adults here. Hey, I found this fella. Hey, I found this lady. I want to pursue something with them. All right, cool. Let me know what you want from me. If you want to talk to me, cool. If you don't want to talk to me, cool. Simple as that. And there's, there's so much stuff that can be said and avoided that it boggles my mind that there's people that act like they can't say something because they're scared of hurting somebody else's feelings. It's simple to say, Hey, I'm not interested anymore. Thanks for talking to me, but I'm done. Cool. I'll delete your number out of my phone. Go on about my day. That's all I need. That's it. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I mean, I, I've dealt with some issues here recently. Um, you've dealt with some issues here recently, not the same thing, obviously, but yeah. Um, just dealing with different things. How are you doing mentally, sir? Um, meh. Yeah, man. All right, that's that's understandable. I say, and I say, man, because this, I mean, oh, I fuck, I don't know, dude. I, I've said before to a lot of different people, and it's astounding that no one takes my word for it. I am legitimately a cold motherfucker. Legitimately. That's for quite some time 
That is how I've gotten through my day. I get that. And that is a very, very, very difficult switch to turn off. It is. And for some reason, my my brain has been on overdrive lately. Uh, of well, overdrive of what? Everything. Everything. All kinds of shit. Um, I don't. I don't take self deprecation to heart. You know. But you know, I'm in the gym. I'm lifting. And it's like, come on, don't be a bitch. You know, man up, motherfucker, and do it. That kind of thing. But the everything's your fault. The all that kind of stuff. I try not to buy into that. Yeah, because this isn't solving your problems. But that voice has been really fucking loud here lately, and I don't know why, and I don't know how to turn it off. So I try to ignore it, or I just go to train mm-hmm. and utterly fucking destroy myself. Right. And even that now is temporary. It's very, it's very temporary on an improving my mental state. You get that voice to turn off. Yeah. I'll tell you, there's one person in the entire universe that I wish I could talk to you right now. And I can't, I know. I'm right there with you, man. I I would do just about anything right now to talk to my dad. Trust me, I would love to talk to my mom. I would love to be able to call her. And there's that voice, though. That voice that says your dad would be disappointed in you. You fucking failed. You did all this. You know, look where you're at now. And I know that's not true. No, it's not. But why? Why? Why does... Why is that there? Why is this perpetual cycle of just negativity? Because it's kind of human nature. Well, like if you don't, if you don't see yourself in a positive light, you're going to put yourself down. I do it every day, all day long. I, I don't. I don't, I don't buy into that, dude. But now I'm doing the shit. Well, I I do it just because I am very self destructive. If I don't do something correct. It could be very, very minuscule task. It can be a very major task. If I screw up, I'm pissed about it all day. And I'll just tear myself down at every opportunity. One thing I heard that I I haven't put on the whiteboard yet. So I use my I use my whiteboard to put things on it that is kind of motivational. You've seen it. I showed you that. Yeah. Um one thing that I've heard recently is that the the show called Ted Lasso. It's a great show. I enjoyed it very much. The One of the characters in the show, his name is Jamie Tart. He goes and visits his mother. I forget exactly where they're from. But she told him that he is not lost. He just doesn't know the direction he's going. And I thought about that. I'm like, you know... That's very honest. I I know I'm heading somewhere. Where that is, I don't know yet. Hmm. I've I'm trying to figure that out as I go. I know I was very frustrated yesterday because it seems like I just hit a wall. It seems like I was not progressing. And then today, you know, I, I didn't have any real bad thoughts today. And I just kind of thought about what I accomplished last night, like canceling a bunch of the things. Taking, taking care of, of financial stuff. It was a good thing. It was very needed, very necessary. 
I believe in small victories. Small really victories. Do. I've said that before. Small, as, as minuscule as that may sound, you have to you have to celebrate from time to time. Now, granted, my mode of thinking is this. If I am successful in something today, I will celebrate today. Tomorrow is a new day. Tomorrow yeah. is a new slate. Tomorrow is tomorrow. And what I did yesterday doesn't matter. Right. Because yesterday is yesterday. Yes. So you celebrate your victory on the day. But you got shit to do. You still have to keep going. You still have to strive for the next goal. You still have to strive for the next victory. And that's my that's my mode of thinking. And that's a lot of that comes from Jocko, you know. Mm-hmm discipline and all of that kind of stuff like and for me another point of mine or flaw or perk or whatever i am absolutely eat up with pride yeah huh jared said time for him and his backpack to go to bed after <laughs> this show jared have a good night till love the backpack you, uh good night as well and we love you guys love you mac Love you, Mac. Love you, Jared. Um, continue on, sir. I'm, Are you still alive? Yeah, still going. What? Yeah. My, um, I was gonna say hey to uh, Mr. Chris Stewart joined in for a moment. Oh boy. Uh, Mr. Tate joined in. I was gonna say hey to him, but I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, you're good. Um, Are they still on? I don't think so. All right. Uh, I don't know who P. Langley is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, joined in. I was gonna say hey. I. Uh, I Trying to figure out some of the other stuff as we go because I don't, I don't know how that works. Um, some other people joined in. I meant to say hey to them as well. How many um, people have you had on? So far, we've had I think about seven people join, eight people join. Oh. Right now we're only at like two constant. That's okay. That's okay. This, this is new. Thanks for the interaction. So, actually, uh, Brett Newhouse. What? Yeah. Shout out Brett Newhouse. Hey there, Brett. Let's say what's up my yeah. guy this is this is kind of cool i'm digging this yeah um i don't I, there's a way to check to see who's who's viewing right now uh, well, while you tinker with that i'll finish uh, ahead, my point um yes. i am eat up with pride with self-pride with um i guess you know Biological pride. I don't know how to describe it. I'm damn proud of my name. My name means something. My name comes from a long list of men that have meant something to a lot of people. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to. I'm struggling trying to find the words. You're good. I don't know why. You're fine. But I go to my dad's hometown and say my name, and I say his name, and it's just, just people coming from here, there, and everywhere mm-hmm. about my dad and his dad and his brother and her mama and all these other things. I get that. So. I'm I'm proud of my name. Should be. You should be proud of what you've earned. I got I got the same thing. I am 
And it, it makes sense to me that I was so drawn to the fire service, an organization that was built on pride. Yeah. And I, uh, I clung to that. So saying all that, I say this, be something worth being proud of right now. I don't see that. I, I see it every day. Someone who gets up, they go to work, they're honest, takes care of his babies, takes care of himself. I see it every day. That's just being a man. Yeah. There's a lot of men who don't do that. A lot of women don't do that either. I don't know. Don't worry about me. I understand that. But I'm just telling you that there's plenty of people who don't do that. They they won't do that either. They refuse to. You hold yourself accountable. Hold yourself responsible. You take pride in your job. You take pride in your work. It doesn't matter if it's at your job or outside of your job. When somebody calls you and they need you, you're there. You're dependable. You're reliable. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, man, I see it every day. Yeah. Even though those there are those fair weather friends, I guess, or those ones that just call you when they need something. Still, you show you up. don't hear from any other time, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I had something I was going to say, but I forgot. Um, but on the mental health aspect of it, I'm. I guess I'm okay right now. Probably not, just because I'm real good at putting up walls, and you know, I was really close. Uh, probably a week ago, to just like shutting everybody out. I know. I, yeah, I was there. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Well, I, I gave you the space. That's why, I'm a, that's why I say I'm cold. That's why I say I'm a cold motherfucker. It wasn't hard. It okay. was harder to not do it than it was to do it. Sometimes you got to. But I don't remember what it was. Accountability goes a long way. It does. A long way. It really does. And... That goes back again to Jocko. I mean, if you don't know who Jocko Willink is at this point, please look him up. Leadership, discipline, accountability, all the things. That's his like that's his fucking mantra. This is life. <laughs> and granted, while I have not applied every single aspect of his life to mine, um, there's a lot of things that he says that I agree with and accountability is a big part of it, but you have to be accountable in everything that you do. Yeah. There's a book that they wrote, Jocko Willink and Leif Babin called extreme ownership. Who's the other person? Leif Babin. Okay. Who is that person? That was his, um, his, what is this? What was his rank? He is, Lieutenant in the Navy, I believe, because Jock was Lieutenant Commander, I believe. Um, Leif was a Lieutenant. They were SEALs. He was in his task unit. He was a... Um, he was one of his comrades, is what I'm gathering. Yeah, he was okay. one of his platoon commanders. Okay, I'm with you now. But there was a book called Extreme one. Ownership. Yeah. It was a fantastic book. Well, that's probably something I could, I could read. I think everybody should read that book. And I I try to do a pretty good job of holding myself accountable to to what you I do. do. You do very much so, but that takes it takes it a step farther. Okay. So 
extreme ownership in a leadership position is good, bad, or indifferent, it is your fault. Mm -hmm. Even if you weren't there, even if you were not involved, even if you know nothing about it, it's your fault. Good, bad, or indifferent. You, as the leader, have to be accountable for everything your people do. You have to be accountable for everything that you do. Right. And you got to be able to back that up. Yes. So. Makes sense. Applying things of that nature. Yeah. Matter. And there is a lot of people that do not grasp that concept. There's quite a bit of people. That's very important to me that refuse to hold themselves accountable or responsible for their actions. Yeah. And it sucks. I feel like. There is so many things is going wrong, and it's because of that. It's because they deflect. Yeah. And if they did not deflect, probably a good 75% of the issues going on between person or persons, regardless of the relationship of them, would be just fine. Now you, you could solve many, many issues if people would just say, hey, I messed up. This is my fault. Let me fix it. Absolutely. And most of the time, um, what does it say? Huh? What does it say? So Brett says, sometimes you have to shut everyone out to work on yourself, mainly to rest and reset for your mental health. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. But I was doing it for the wrong reasons. I was doing it the wrong way. Uh, you, it seemed like you were doing it because you're just angry. It seems like you're angry at something and you couldn't pinpoint it. So you're just, you're just wanting to shut down. You're probably right. Yeah, well, I I didn't want to say anything. Should have. You here? I think that's one thing I'm gonna have to start doing though. Is that when I start noticing something with you that's that's causing the issues uh, in that particular state that you're in, say, "Hey, man, something's not right. What you got?" No. Why? The blowback is not gonna be good. That's fine. Because I know who I am. Okay. And I know what I and I know, like the. Like, I'm only going to tell you I'm okay, leave me alone so many times, and then that fuse is going to burn out. Okay. That's fine. It'll still probably give me the answer. (sighs) Anyway. You're adorable. You're beautiful. You're handsome. You're gorgeous. Stop it. Easy, breezy, beautiful. Jacob Giles. (sighs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um, but no, another thing that I had to do for my mental health was realize the difference between discipline and motivation. Mm -hmm. Motivation is horse shit. It is. Discipline is an absolute necessity. If only worked out on the days when I felt good, I would work out one time a month. That's me. (laughs) Hi. I got through it. I have to. I got to. I didn't go today because I went with my babies. That's okay. That's even more important. But they are, they are more important. Um, tomorrow I'm going, and I'm going to wow, fucking destroy myself. And I'm kind of a psychopath because I'm kind of looking forward to it. That's all right. I like doing things that suck. Stop it. Stop it. Hundred billion. I don't billion. I, look. A hundred billion. Stand by what I said. A <laughs> hundred billion. All I right. Stand by what I said. Elon. E- Elon. <laughs> hey. Elon. 
A hundred million. (laughs) 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 But, uh, I stand by what I said. You know what? Another thing that just popped into my mind that, uh, that has been an issue with people that I've noticed is when someone says one thing and then someone miss like misunderstands or maybe mishears or misunderstood what was said. And then they ask the person, Hey, what's this? Why did you say that? It's like, it's not what I said. Yeah. That has happened quite a bit to people as well. Yeah. And when the other side is like that, I'm not going to believe you. Mm, yeah. That kind of bothers me. Yeah. Um, say what you mean. Mean what you say. Right. Don't welch. Don't waller. Don't. Well, what I really meant to say, I ah, get out of here with that shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm not going to direct anybody because I've done it before. I, I've been on both sides of that. As have I. But now, like I'm, I'm at the point of, if I said this is what I said, I'm not going to deviate from it. I've had many people say, "Hey, man, did you say what I think you said?" Sure did. Yeah. Sure and did. You have two options: either. Get mad at me or fix the reason why I said that what I said. Which is great that you bring that up like that. It's like because if you say something and it's taken out of context, that's one thing. But if you say something to somebody and you mean what you say, and they're like, "Hey, why did you?" That kind of pissed me off that you said that. Well, oh, sounds like you needed to hear it. Kind of like what I did to you one day on the podcast. What? I made you real upset. I don't remember what I did, like what I said, but I made you real mad. Oh yeah, there's no telling. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I don't remember. You're, I'm not saying you didn't. I don't remember. Yeah, well, I know I did because you're. Uh, <laughs> one of, it was one of the episodes CJ was on here. Pollen is doing very well again. It is. I fucking hate pine trees. <laughs> we go from <sighs> pollen to pine trees. All right. Pollen comes off pine trees. I know, but it's just the way you said it. Because pollen also come off of flowers and stuff like that. Yeah, but you don't cut down a field full of daffodils. I mean, I got off track there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you kind of do when you mow. You're cutting them down. Okay. Well, you don't see one flower fall and a yellow cloud float around. You've seen that video that cut yeah. down that pine tree and it's just an explosion of yellow. My nose started running when I watched that video. <laughs> yeah. Well, back doubling back to the thing. Um, another thing is when someone asks you what you said and then you tell them exactly what you said and they're like, no, nah, I'm not going to believe it. Well, that's kind of not on you. That's on them. That goes, yeah, that's a you problem. And then, and so... I'm pretty sure that that I may hear about what I just said, and I'll be more than happy to have that conversation. But it's like I said, it's something I see all the time, something I hear all the time, and it's on Facebook or it could be on Instagram or Twitter or whatever the platforms people are using nowadays. That's just the ones that I know that I that I use. That's fine though. Just be man enough to be called out. Just no, be adult enough. Because I mean, there's women and men that do it all the time. They will say one thing. It's like, oh, well, this is what. No, I said this for a reason. 
the yeah. reason is this either you suck or you're fantastic and you need to know but so most of the time it's because people suck yeah yeah so circling back to the facebook thing you were talking about earlier or the social media thing in general and this goes to men and women alike mm-hmm. it's more prevalent with women i think just because I see it more from women, not saying that men don't do it. Right. Because I know they do. They do. Men do. Yes. But the, you can't find a man or why can't I find a man like this? Or you see those posts of, uh, like, um, you know, my man did this. And then the person that shared it will be like, it's not that hard. So let's back up. All right. Let's take a step back. Let's do this. Let's take what my brother, Mr. Stacy Lay, likes to call the 35,000 foot view. He's talking about this from a fire instructor standpoint or an okay. incident commander standpoint. Yeah. That you have to be able to see everything. Yes. And if you can't see everything, you need to get into a position where you can. Okay. So, what my point is with that is this. If you want to bitch and complain about I can't find a man, I can't find a woman, men are trash, this and that and the other and all mm-hmm. that, yeah. make sure you're dateable. Make sure you're worth the effort. Make sure that you yourself are going to be worth the time, effort, and energy that I'm going to put in or that you're going to put in or that she's going to put into him or vice versa, whatever. Because the people that talk the loudest on social media about that shit are what? Normally the worst single. Hmm? And they've been single or they've had like this little spurt, like month, month and a half relationship. And then they're blasted all over Facebook. Oh, my God, look how happy I am. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, wait a minute, I'm not really that happy. But it's all his fault or it's all her fault. I'm not the problem. They are. Well, that circles back to being accountable and holding yourself responsible. Which is what where I got that from. Yeah. And I've seen that so much over the last week. Yeah. I don't know what it's been over the last week. but just And it's like the same people. That post that kind of shit. Why? What good is posting bullshit like that on social media going to do? All it's going to do is stir up the voices that agree with that dumb shit instead of you putting in the effort to be better. If not for anybody else, for yourself. Yeah. Why is that so difficult? People like being toxic. They like drama. They like causing issues. Man, being toxic is so popular these days. It is. It's so dumb. So something that I've had told to me by our friend John Bass is that I asked him a question uh, while we were at church. And uh, I asked him about the... uh, I asked him about the comment he made saying that I was the strongest person in the room. And I knew that he meant it not as physical because I'm not going to be the physical, like strongest person in the room. when I had you and 
Jared and John in here. No way. But he said it because of my mental state and like the things I was put through. One thing I've noticed about that is I'm doubling back to like to not I haven't been like, I haven't bashed her or anything like that. I'm trying to figure out still why he said that. It's like it's just because it's my personality. I don't I don't know why he he said I was the one that's the strongest because you've been through quite a quite a bit of stuff, heart surgeries and everything like that, and you're you're pushing yourself to to be better and stronger stuff like that. I'm just here. I just try to make sure I don't make people sad. Clearly, that's that's kind of my thing during the day. Don't, don't compare. I'm not comparing. I'm just saying, like, I am not. I don't understand how I was the one that he said I was the strongest in the room. I don't know. I definitely didn't feel it. Not mentally. Not that day. I was like I said, every day. Don't make somebody sad. Okay, that's that's fine. I don't buy into that either. Not that you're not strong first. That's not what I mean. The well, you've had heart surgeries and you've had this, this, and this. Okay, so yeah, that's the cards I was dealt. Right. I can't change it. I can't do anything about it. Yeah. I can't, you know, crying for the rest of my life of look how hard I've had it. What the fuck good is that going to do? Nothing. Not. Not going to solve anybody's problems. And my dad who spent the last two years of his life in a hospital bed. Couldn't even get out of that bed to go to the bathroom. Couldn't do nothing for himself. His message was, somebody's got it worse than I do. Don't feel sorry for me. What the fuck kind of balls is that? Big ones. Big ones. Huge. Massive. Size of beast balls. Somebody that literally... Can't wipe their own ass is going to tell me somebody has it worse. Don't feel sorry for me. Like I would have the fucking audacity to ever once have a second of sympathy for myself. If I ever let myself do that, I feel like I would have failed everything my dad ever did. Everything he ever went through. Mm hmm. I would have let it crash and burn right there. Yeah. So, and John Stewart has said this. He said, because he's real smart. He is very smart. Knowledgeable about my heart condition. He said, there's no reason why you should be able to do anything that you do. I said, what are you talking about? He said, there are people that have had your heart condition that can't do anything. They don't, they, they, they just don't, they can't. I said, well, that sucks for them. I hate to hear that. Yeah. But that's not my problem. I spent, well, I guess I'm still doing it. But people saying, you can't do blank. Motherfucker, watch me. Yeah. You do that very much. Yeah. That's why I'm a psychopath. I like it. Tell me I can't do something. Buckle up. Can't be beautiful. Buck. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> Got you there, sir. Because you're always beautiful. As are you. 
That's because I got a beard to hide my face. Same. Mine's much longer. Your face is longer? My beard is longer. Oh. Yes. Well, I'm not terminating again for the rest of the year. Proud of you. Anyways, continue on, sir. Um, I, I, I had to learn this the hard way of not comparing me to others. Right. Because there's no comparison. There's not. Because I'm my own person. Yes. I am my own flaws and failures and everything accomplishments to hear and you're still your accomplishments and your goals that you've reached not just flaws and failures okay okay you're just staying on the negative there's positives about you too you have to fail before you can succeed Mm. most times in some cases most times yes but you've still done things correct to get to where you are as well yeah yeah I'd suck first Here we are. Yeah. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm willing to do the work. I know you are. I've had to. Yeah. That's I, okay. It is okay because you're because that's, that's who you are. Yeah, because I'm dumb. I couldn't go to school. <laughs> you're not this, dumb. I think this show has been a outstanding reminder to everybody. I mean, I could tell them about the other thing you asked me the other day. <laughs> don't worry i'm not gonna say it oh go ahead no 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 it's fine i'll leave them with suspense they might even ask a question on the dangum uh question answer poll that we have on spotify do they have do we have one of those on apple Podcasts? by the way i don't know we need to find out probably not i hope so well it'll have to be after we get done recording <laughs> whoops Oh, I lost the microphone. Oh, goodness. Oh, boy. Um, so, anyway, let's let's lighten the mood for a minute. Let's, uh, I was told the bromance was dripping. The bromance is not dripping. The it bromance is a steady is, stream. The bromance is dripping like always. Who said that? Voldemorte. Ah. Uh, yes. The one who shall not be named. She who shall not be named. Yes. Did you notice I'm getting the whistle a little bit? I saw that. I was so I'm proud trying, of you. I got so excited I'm for a second. To, I'm trying to do it. Yes. Yeah, I can't I can't do it on command. I just can't. I can. But I literally stood in a mirror going like that, learning how to do it. You know, Susie sells Subarus. Yeah. Like the people's eyebrow, like the rock does. Yeah. I stood in front of my mirror for days until I learned how to do that. The whistle? No, or the, the eyebrow. eyebrow. Did you notice he used to do the shoulder shrug with it too to set it up? Did you notice that? What? Whenever he would do the people's eyebrow, he would always do like a little bit of a shoulder shrug. Yeah. Shoulder shrug, head turn, eyebrow. He does it in Star Trek. The rock was in Star Trek? As what? A bazooka? No, he was a warrior. Uh, I can't think of the race. Uh, Klingon? Maybe. I think no. so. Yeah. With Star Trek. Yeah. Like like the new new. No, 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 no. This is this is like back in the two thousands. <laughs> I think either late nineties or two thousands. 
No. It was right after he got he started getting real big in, in the WWF. No. It was still WWF at the time. No. I will YouTube it, sir. Later. Okay. Sounds like Brock Lesnar at five and a shark. <laughs> I've scoured <laughs> the internet for that video just so I can send it to you. Have you found it yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm I'm very prepared for this. I may need to go get some honey. What? I said I may need to go get some honey. Why? To soothe my throat. Oh. Well, it's right over there. Go get it. Yeah. Go. I can hold this down. because Yeah, can, you I, can. I can talk about something I can talk Don't about. Need to move, do it. Do, yeah, God damn it. Oh. <sighs> I was told to tell them who or what you may have not known. Go ahead. Nah, I'm good. Nope. I'm good. You brought it up. I didn't bring it up. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll never God bring it God almighty Jesus. All right. Where's the Hoochie Daddy shorts at tonight? We're in there. Well, normally you're, you're in the Hoochie Daddy shorts for podcast night. <laughs> and you're not in Hoochie Daddy shorts for podcast night. <laughs> there are now. You are, you are urkling the, the shit out of this right now. I'm just saying... If you step a couple steps to the right, I was had a full view of Muse Knuckle. <laughs> you got the camera that way, don't you? Yes. I promise. I promise. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. Just get that right down the gullet. Any hoosers. Um, one of the, another thing I wanted to talk about is how you can better your own situation, like when it comes to your your mental state, because you got to wake up and you get to start your day any way you want it. And I'm listening for advice on this one. Well, you told me that the way that I started my day, like when I walk out the front door and I say, man, people suck shit. And I set my bar real low. I did stop doing that. Good. I have I have stopped doing that. Now, have I raised my bar for people? No, have not. But I have I have automatically stopped putting people down just because they may or may not have a good day that day. Couldn't it? it I mean, everybody wakes up and they have bad days. Yeah. They wake up and they step out on Lego. Well, old day has gone to shit right then. I just get back in bed. I know, right? I would too. But it's it's still at the point of like, you got to hold people to standards. And that includes yourself. So if you raise your standards on yourself and you meet that, you've had a pretty good day. Hmm. I, mean, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because... It's not that I held my standards low. Is that I was expecting people to reach the standards that I was setting for them. And that's not fair to them. No. So. Especially if they don't know that the standard is in place. I mean, just do your job. It's kind of easy to, to do that. And people don't do that very well. Mm. Also, you're an adult. Why are you yelling at another adult for absolutely no reason when they're doing what they're supposed to do? 
Insecurity? No, just being an asshole. There's a difference. Yeah. There's usually an insecurity that's behind that. Most of the time, but my situation is, is, is I the people I work with, I do love them in, in a form of friends. I love them very much. I would help them out any which way as possible. Two of them clash a lot for no reason. I wish I had an idea why, other than just them being them. Ego. Mm, some. Some of his ego. Most of the time is other things that I don't really know about. But it I don't I don't go do things to listen to people do that. I go to do my job, make sure that I do my job as best as I can and go home with all the things I ride with my job at, all ten fingers, toes, two good working eyes, some hair left. I feel attacked. No, I've set my beard on fire when I welded it hostile. Oh, I think yeah. it was, no. that was a ball joke. It was not. I've I've set my face on fire twice, actually. I've seen burn my face many times. Anyways, yeah, I'm just I'm at the point now where if you are holding yourself to a standard and then holding other people to the standards that you set for yourself is not fair for them. If you just hold them accountable for what they are supposed to do, though, that's not putting them down. That's not setting them at a bar that's already messed up for them. Because as long as they hold themselves accountable, they're doing pretty good about what they need to do. Normally, they get the stuff done as long as they hold themselves accountable as well. Yeah. So. So. Oh, live video ended for some reason. Oh. I guess there's a time limit. I have no idea. Daniel went for uh, 71 minutes when he went live. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I didn't hit end. Uh, we'll, we'll workshop that. Yeah, we'll workshop that. I don't know who it was that joined last. I was getting ready to tell you, too. Uh, somebody else joined. I couldn't tell. Who they were, I couldn't read it quick enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's mostly I I like going to work to do my job. I enjoy what I do. I enjoy building stuff. I do not enjoy unnecessary conflicts because that impedes what I'm doing. Um, yeah. my job does have a very much time is money factor to it. Just because of being in fabrication and production, the quicker you get something built, the quicker you get onto the next job. Um, the quicker you get out the door, the quicker you get your next job staged for the installers. So there's plenty of times where you know I I want to get the stuff done, and then there's just arguing for no reason. I'm not a fan. Yeah, for no sure. There. Um, I get it. Yeah, so it's just what what can you do to make the situation better? Either just ignore the argument or get your point across as quick as you can and then get back to the task at hand. A lot of that is an ego check. Ego is detrimental to anything and everything. Because if you can't check your ego, then you can't be open to other opinions. You can't be, 
you can't be accountable because your ego is going to tell you that it's not your fault. You can't, you can't be effective as a leader because your goal is going to be the betterment of yourself, not the betterment of your team. So they, there's a thing in, in the, uh, in a DMT trip or you can go specifically for this, I believe it is literally called an ego death. And is um, M shadows of the Vince sevenfold described it as like he had an out of body experience and became part of the universe as he watched his ego die, which sounds Pretty fucking cool. Oh, do you did you know what he did to get to that state? Like, DMT. Right, but what is what is DMT that for someone who may not know? Uh, DMT is a psychedelic that is produced naturally in your brain. But it has been harnessed from stuff. Because I'm not familiar of how they get DMT to a ingestible form. Yeah. But it is a very, very powerful psychedelic. Okay. I don't remember what DMT stands for. Um, but yeah, it's one of the things I'd like to do before I die. I I want to do that one day. Like there's things I want to do that I've had the opportunity to explore my mind. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to see if my mind itself is in a way that I have made it more negative than positive. Because I know for me towards others, I am very supportive. I am very much a hype man. If you need advice, I'll give it to you the best I can. I, I've, I've been told that I'm a person you could count on to give at least some helpful advice at one point in time. But I'm not like that towards myself. I don't take my own advice. And I'm very negative. Yeah. So I want to have a trip somewhere on something that be like, hey, man, this is where you started going wrong. Now that you pinpointed that issue, let's now correct it. Let's get back to where you are more positive to yourself, not only for others, but mostly for you. Now that helps you out even more with others. So that's why I want to go on a trip like that. There's, there's people that just want to do the trip just to do the trip. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways you can do that. Um, there is DMT. Mm-hmm. There is psilocybin. There's that's something else. Oh, LSD. Um, I will tell you off mic, but we may have something for that. Okay. Um, and something that's kind of made a resurgence here lately is ayahuasca. What? Explain. Ayahuasca. So they use it. It has been used like, for example, Ron White did an ayahuasca experience to quit alcohol. Okay. So. Did it work for him? Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. Um, listen to his latest episode with Rogan. Okay. Because he explains it. All right. All right. But ayahuasca is um, not legal in the United States. 
you can't consume it in the United States. You have to go somewhere where they have it. I don't remember where it is. It's not far. It's not like you got to go on the other side of the world. But knowing him, you probably went somewhere like Canada. No, it's south. South? south? Okay. Um, but ayahuasca is kind of like the ego death thing. Like you come with your trial, with your tribulation, and you literally fight it. He said there's when you take the ayahuasca, you're going to have it's like you're going to stand at a crossroad. One side's real light and real happy. One side's real dark. And they tell you to lean towards the dark because it's you fighting whatever it is. He said that he was there and there was a, a girl there that had obviously been through some kind of extraordinarily traumatic experience. Yeah. And she had to fight that while she was there on the ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. The thing about that is, though, when you're given ayahuasca, you are given ayahuasca by a shaman who is also on ayahuasca. Like, everybody partakes. Yeah. And she was like, had a very violent response to it. Yeah. But it was fighting. It was fighting her demons. It was fighting everything. Like, they almost, I think they said they had to restrain her at one point. But with ayahuasca, once it's over, it's over. Like, there's no, oh, I think I still feel a little high. It's like, on, off. And a lot of people have treated a lot of things with ayahuasca. Um, psilocybin and DMT and LSD, or acid, is um, being used for PTSD treatments. Yeah. Which... I, and I've said this before, and I will say this forever. I do not like claiming PTSD. I don't want to say it. I don't want to acknowledge it because I don't want to say that I have it. I would be willing to do something like that. Yeah, I'm willing to do something like that. So, <clears throat> but anyway, that that's neither here nor there. Just things that I want to experience. Yeah, and I can say there's been a few things I've done to experience things, and I've enjoyed the things I've done that helps me get out of pain that is not a prescription-made uh, pill. Um, yeah. So I've definitely, I definitely have enjoyed not hurting under the influence of like a little gummy or... Um, off of a edible of some sort. I'll say it. I'll say it. I mean, I I definitely have enjoyed being. I miss weed. Yeah, I miss it as well. Like I, I enjoyed it off of the vape that I use. I'm just going over the the ones that I've done. Yeah. Um. So like the gummies, edibles, uh, vape, flour. Um. Did you ever do dabs? Did not do a dab. Boy, uh, I uh, I want to say I had the opportunity to one day, but I had to go do things. I had to be a very important adult that day, so I did not. I decided to not do that. Yeah, but it's not like hey, it, it's not like I can't go do it. Let us also preface this saying this: I did not experience marijuana until I was thirty years old. I was thirty-two. <laughs> 
I'm 34 now. I was a grown man. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we were hanging out and getting high. Like, <laughs> just, just to do it. I was told it could take away my pain. I'm like, anything that helps me not hurt, I'm down. Yeah, there was a fulfillment and a reason of why we were like, all right, we are willing to try this. Yeah. Oh, and also, I'm not going to lie. There was a point where I was doing it every day. Um, another reason why I was doing it was I was told it helps me. It would help you sleep. And depending yeah. on what like what I used, it did. It did help me sleep. Um, but mostly I, I was doing it for a reason to either not hurt or try to sleep. Stay asleep. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not going to lie and say that I wasn't. I was smoking weed every day. But... I was not getting so high that I could not function. I was not getting so high that I couldn't be a part of anything that was going on around me. Um, it was a therapeutic thing because mm-hmm. that was when my mental health was like rock bottom. Yeah. And I was, I probably was using it in the wrong way. I had the wrong method of operation doing that. Yeah. But at the same time, I felt better. I took no pain pills. I took no nothing. Yeah. Not that I take pain pills now. I just fucking hurt. But I could actually, I could actually turn my brain off and it was like, I could inspect my brain. Yeah. I could plug away like this is here. I don't need this here. Go. Yeah. I need to focus more on this and I could focus on that. And this might sound blasphemous. Oh, especially in ye old first Baptist church that I don't go to anymore. Oh boy. I had probably the most, the most Intense religious experience I have ever had. Mm. I yeah, I can see that. I was, I had just trained, um, and I got in an ice bath, mm. and I was I was high when I got in. Yeah, and I was able to shut down everything, and I mean everything in my brain. And I swear it was like he came down and sat next to me and was talking to me. It's very possible. Like that was some, that was the most intense prayer I've ever experienced. Like I could, it's like I felt my words hitting his ears. But you were on the devil's lettuce when you did that. You were, you were partaking in the sin of the of the land and of man. Yep, God made the plants. So yep. Thank you. That's another reason why I got a real big problem with church. Yeah, I got a big problem with organized religion, especially not just because of the weed thing, but because they use the Bible at their convenience. Everybody does. Everybody interprets it differently. Yeah, but what I mean is they make their interpretations to defend their case. But if you defend your case using the same message that they did, especially when you make a better argument than they did, oh, you're a blasphemer. You're 
you're just so wrapped up in the world. I'm going to pray for you. Yep. There's a lot of them like that, man. Well, how about you just stop being so goddamn ignorant and just fucking listen to me and just be an adult and we can actually have the conversation. Just because I question things doesn't mean I'm d- doesn't mean I'm wrong. I'm a human being. I have questions. I have a lot of questions. Like now, according to some scientists somewhere or scientists, they think that the universe is twice as old as they originally thought it was. Did you see this? I have not. So apparently now, <coughs> excuse me, now there is new evidence that has come to light thinking that the universe is 26 billion years old. 26. 26. Like the number right now, things like 13.7. Yeah. It's double that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But you bring up that in church. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Somebody somewhere sat down and did some math from some numbers that have been in a book that has been reinterpreted umpteen times since its inception. That the earth and the universe is only 6,000 years old. Mm. I've got a real big problem with that. And I mean, I mean a real big problem with that. Understandable. But when you bring that up, you're wrong. Yeah. You're the problem. And it's because people want to go by the book and they just don't want to go off of the, the thought of how long a day could have been to God. God, that's my, that's my argument right there. Uh huh. The first week of existence of everything. You cannot tell me. Let there be light. And then 24 clock man hours later, it was day two. That's not what I said. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you. Like, this is an argument that I've had of one of the reasons why I left the church. Yes. But I, I was just saying that's not what I said. Yeah, no. Okay. Oh, no. I just want to clarify. Yeah. So, God has no concept of time because God is time. Yes. A day is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day to God. Yes. So, or, I, dis- whole, I wholeheartedly disagree in people that say, well, on the first day he did this, and then 24 hours later he did this. No. No. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. I, I have asked before. So how long was a day to God? Uh, I don't know. Like, I personally don't know this. I would love to know. If you have the answer, I would love a logical answer. If you don't have one, please stop using the 24-hour thing as your answer because that's not how that worked. Yeah. I mean, there's people who do this for a living. They carbon date things. It's like, hmm. It her chart, but there's dirt from X amount of time ago that is older than this Bible. Yeah. I I, I don't disagree with the things that's written in it. I really don't. But the arguments that you're producing here, you're using on a man-made scale. You're not using it on a Divine scale. Yeah. I was trying to think of the right word. Um, 
So if you're going to tell me that God works on our time, no, I no. don't have any. I will not support your argument. No. This is one of those times where I do wish John Stewart was here. John Stewart would be arguing for the other side of the twenty-four hour. Uh, he is on the uh, he is on the side of the table that believes the universe is six thousand years old. Now, there's nothing against John Stewart for thinking that. No, there's not. Never will I ever tell John Stewart you are wrong for thinking that. Because John Stewart is infinitely more devout as a Christian than I am or ever have been, probably. So, if that is what he has invested his heart in mm-hmm. to believe, I'm not going to tell him he's wrong. No, I'm not going to. Th- I don't think he's wrong. You know why? Nobody fucking knows. Nobody knows. So, that's my argument there. Yeah. Nobody knows. So you can't tell me I'm wrong for asking the question. Definitely not. But it is uh, definitely going to ruffle feathers, no matter what you, no matter how you put it. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm down for ruffling feathers. I'm down for ruffling feathers too. You know why? Why? Because the people that are going to get their feathers ruffled. Probably aren't brave enough to call me out on it. Pretty much. And which is hilarious because I am very, very willing to have that conversation with someone I agree with and with someone that I don't agree with. I'm very willing to have that conversation. Give me both sides of this argument so I can have an idea of what I can pull from both of you because as soon as both sides line up with a particular topic or a story, or a conclusion to something, that's the right one. Yeah, that's how you grow. That's how you learn. Yeah. That's how you... That's. I mean, that's how you exist. It is. It should be anyway. Like, I'm right, you're wrong, fuck you. No. That, uh... Well, in certain aspects, yes, that is, that can be apply towards something, but when it comes to growth, they're not so much. Uh, agree to disagree. That's fair. I don't think that there is ever a time to look at someone and say, I'm right, you're wrong, fuck you. Like I said, it depends on the situation. I, I've had this pointed out to me plenty of times where I was in the wrong, and I realized why I was in the wrong. I was like, ah. Oh. Very valid point of why he could say that or why she could say that to me. Uh, no. I don't agree with that. Okay, that's fine. No, no, no. no because, because coming from a leadership position, I'm going to say his name again. Jocko mm-hmm. has a thing that he has openly discussed called leadership capital. Yeah. Everybody leader or not has leadership capital. So I was a Lieutenant with lots fire department. Yeah. Upon my exit. Correct. What kind of leadership capital would have I have had if I'd walked up to somebody and be like, look, 
This is what we're going to do. I'm right. You're wrong. Fuck you. Get it done. How effective do you think that is? Not very. Not very. Especially in a task that could genuinely cost someone's life. Yeah. So, my opinion. There, the amount of time that's ever going to come up to say, I'm right, you're wrong, fuck you, is one out of a thousand. Yeah. If that frequent. Mm -hmm. Because... I should be able to get my point across without insulting you or belittling you. You praise in public, you reprimand in private. Yeah. So if I had a problem with like Jake works for me, I got a problem with Jake. I'm not going to embarrass Jake in front of everybody. Jake, come with me. We need to talk. And you have that in, in private. If it comes up in front of people, you match the energy of the person that you're arguing with or that wants to argue. So they raise their voice. You raise your voice just just a little. Match their intensity. That way the emotions are aligned, I guess, what you would say. You have to be able to check your emotions. Yeah. But as far as saying, like, I'm the boss, I'm in charge, you kiss my ass, and you're going to do it. No. That's not how you handle it. It's not. So not how you handle it. No, not at all. So as a leader, I should be able to discuss with you what my opinion is. But at the same time, I should have checked my ego already and been willing to listen to you. Because if you have a better idea... If you have a more effective idea, a more cost-effective, time-effective, labor-effective, whatever, and you can back that up, okay, let's do that. Yeah, let's go for it. I'm right, you're wrong, fuck you. No. It's not the way to handle it. My opinion. No, you're right. Like I was saying that, (laughs) I said that based on some other situations that did not involve being a leader. It was not a leadership issue it was a personal conflict going on with other things i believe the point remains the same you're right but there like i said there have been moments where things are just like i was right you were wrong could have just stayed a whole lot of time okay it makes a little more sense saying it that way instead of i'm right you're wrong fuck you but there's still you you are very much correct on there should be a option between the people or persons to deliberate to come to a better agreement of how can we make this more efficient or what did what did we understand what went wrong and now that we notice this is wrong we can fix it to get better kind of thing yeah yeah so you're you're definitely correct on what you're saying i was just saying in situations i've been in personally like ah and they have the right to say that to me no, I, I, I know. We are going to have problems if you say that to me. That's fair. But I will say, since our schedule is slightly messed up, it is getting late tonight on, on this Monday. Oh, damn. Yeah. It's 11.15. I was about to crack another topic. What, what you got? So, well, the topic is us. 
us. Yeah. As in? The Sofa Chronicles. Okay. And the things that we're doing outside of the Sofa Chronicles. Right. So, we are on Spotify. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. Yes. We're on Instagram. We are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitter. We now have a Patreon. We now have a Patreon. At some point this week, we'll be on Facebook. Yep. I, I can probably do that tomorrow now think about it. Because I got us an email mm-hmm. now. It is uh, the Sofa Chronicles podcast at gmail.com, I believe. Yeah. So. We are making moves. We are. Small ones, but still moves. Small moves. Small victories. Small victories lead to big victories. Yeah. So, with all that being said, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody, for the support. We've experienced a little push over the last few weeks. We appreciate that. We appreciate that a lot, greatly. Yes. And we're going to try to keep going with that push. You know, we have our Patreon out now. And I'll, I'll we'll make sure to get it in the links because uh, I can put it in the links of the Spotify description and then on Twitter. Yeah. So I'll, I'll try to start getting that out there and I will be having a conversation again soon with our designer. Yeah. See how far along she is with that stuff. Okay. Um, I'll also like to get her and her boyfriend on the show. Uh, He's a musician, right? He is a musician. Yeah, He's yeah, in yeah. a band called after dusk. Uh-huh. Um, they are, I personally really enjoy them. Uh, I have listened to their LP. Um, the I believe it's their most recent LP, six or eight songs, and I listen to it. Uh, probably maybe once a month, I'll listen to listen through it. And okay. uh, she also owns her own comp- like her own business. She does small business stuff. She makes um, a variety of things. She just started whiskey glass whiskey glass etching. Mm. So she's she does stuff like that. She um she does designs of all kinds, I believe, uh, both like digital and um, traditional. Like if you just want a business card, she can sketch something out like that. Um, she also makes uh soap, like hand soap, and also I have a bar of sour soap that you smelled. It smelled fantastic. It does smell quite lovely. It does. Uh, she. She does a few other things that I I know she's a her full time job. She is a stylist, mm-hmm. so there's that. Um, but I do I would like to get her on the show. Uh, I talked to her about it. They both want to be on here. We just got to get a time for them. Like what like what Sunday they can get on. Yeah. Um. But back to our thing. Yes, I plan to get us a Facebook page. Uh. I'll get the Patreon link going. Uh, Twitter, I'll put in there uh, on our Spotify. We do need to find out if we can do that kind of stuff for Apple Music as well, though. Yeah. Um, did we decide for whether Apple or not? Podcast. Did we decide whether or not we wanted Maya to be our social media director? She seemed really excited about she it. She did. She, she really did. The only downside is I'm not used to having help like that, so I'd have to I'd have to talk myself into letting go of the reins of that. You mean checking your ego? Yes. Yeah. But let it go. Let it go. Yes. Let so, it go. 
Anyway, I've said it a couple times. I'm going to talk about it now. Um, us having a Patreon is so we can update some stuff. You know, just get started. We need to update. Well, we have we have some microphones that we need to look at upgrading. We do. We need to upgrade our recording software. We need to soundproof our quote unquote studio. And well, I need to get it fixed first. Yeah, a I lot need, of things got to happen. I need my insurance company. Okay, let me correct this. My insurance lady's doing her job. The lady that she's trying to get a hold of, um, I don't know what's going on there. Something's lost in translation, and I need that to get fixed. Yeah. So I can get my stuff fixed. And then we'll we'll have some really cool setups, because I, I have plans for the entirety of the house, but where we are in my house is the biggest room of the house. It is uh, very spacious. Um, yes. I do plan to get some true sound deadening and build some stuff for it to sit on. And I know I'll cut you off. I apologize for that. No, you're good. But the, the plan I've talked to you about it a few times. Um, when you walk in the door, I have the back, uh, the, the South wall here. I'll leave that open. I want to take off some of the stuff that's up there and then, um, paint that. And that's going to be kind of our, logo wall so we're going to have our logo atop and then say if you have if you if you want to put a couple logos like the kratos and fox and it up and stuff like that we'll put that up there and then uh we will hopefully soon be able to start streaming on youtube with yes, video i'm super excited about that um i'm currently working on that learning as i go um and that's another big another big reason why I want to clean this wall up. Uh, granted, I do enjoy having the hat hooks here. They are very useful, but it's very cluttery. Um, and then I have a kitchen that's behind Josh directly in front of me. And then I have another wall. My north wall is kind of a mixture of stuff between a whiskey bar, TV, but we can still kind of work with what we have here but we are making we are making moves to get things better in production yeah so what does that have to do with the patreon well none of this stuff is cheap it is not none of this stuff like neither jake nor myself can go purchase any of this stuff right now not at this moment not at the moment so we are putting it out there we're not begging. We're not asking. We're not saying give us money. No, but it would be appreciated. It would. It's uh, going to help us get better. It's going to help us do more with the show, which would be doing more for you, the consumer, the listener. And it's, we're just trying to, we're very slowly very slowly climbing this mountain and we uh, we we both really enjoy doing this um, it's not really a chore it's not something we have to force each other to do we don't ever have to beg 
or anything like that. It's like, all right, we got to record. And it just, it just kind of worked out of us not having a guest in here tonight, which we have not had a guest since episode three. That was the last, uh, that was the last show that we did where it was just me and you. I was going to get ready to look that up. I'm pretty sure you are correct. It is episode. And, um, this is kind of a reset for us tonight. Just, just me and him, the way we talk about whatever we want to talk about, which we do anyway, but um, kind of turned into a mental health thing, kind of turned into a little of this, a little of that, which is fine. I felt like it was stuff that's needed to be said because yeah, we don't normally talk about that kind of stuff. No. Um, we just kind of go, well, whatever is brought up by whoever's here. Right. And I feel like there's times that we should have touched on it. But we did not just because we we're like, that's not the kind of stuff we want to talk about. It. Well, we're at a point where it needs to be talked about because it is starting to involve us in certain aspects. Yeah. And we, I I have, like I said, <laughs> I've talked about it with people that is very close to me on both sides of, of situations. And since that is now involving me, I wanted to put it out there that. I don't mind helping with the situations, but both parties or all parties involved with situations needs to understand that you have a responsibility to yourself. And if you don't hold yourself responsible or accountable, then you're not going to be able to do that in the same fashion towards the other party. And that's just going to be detrimental to the whole thing. And it could ruin way more than just, that particular uh, argument that could lead into an entire friendship, relationship, marriage, all kinds of things just falling apart and breaking down. And, and yeah, if it felt like it needed to be said, and I I love everybody very dearly. Um, I have people that I feel like I could call at just about any point in time of the day and they will be here in in the most prominent time they could be here. You are one of them, sir. Indeed. And I want everybody to understand that as I'm saying, if you also get to a point where I have to start repeating myself after you've asked me the same question a couple times, I will flat out tell you to figure it out. I'm done. I love you. But figure it out from afar because you're not going to like the next time you ask me a question, I'm going to lose my mind. Yep. To my thing that I brought up about the um, bashing and whatever, the men are trash, women are trash, and all that kind of stuff. Like, Like I said, be dateable, but... There has to be a point when you realize, hey, maybe saying all this shit on social media is not going to solve my problems. I believe in self-improvement. Like I strive, and I don't remember where I picked this up from, but once I heard it, I had immediately stuck of getting 1% better every day. Mm-hmm. Not trying to redo your whole life in a week. Strive for 1% of improvement every day. So if that's what you got to do, if you got to say, all right, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe. Very possible. Yeah, that's okay. 
Because first, now you have accountability. Now you've said, all right, maybe I'm the one that needs to work on me. Maybe not, I don't need to put it off on other people. Right. Not only are you holding yourself accountable, you're, you're acknowledging the problem. Yeah. And so then, then, then it falls into being responsible and accountable. Yeah. So yeah. then you start making baby steps. Hmm? You start doing this thing. You start doing this thing. And you stop doing this thing. And you realize, it's like, hey, maybe I've been going about this and this the wrong way. It's just little teeny tiny changes. Hmm. 1% better every day. I believe that everybody should do something physically every day. Something outside of work. Like if you just go for a walk, go for a walk. Yeah, go for it. You don't have to run marathons every day. No. You don't have to you don't have to PR every day in the gym on weights. Just do something. Go move. Get out of the house for 30 minutes or something. Yeah. Just go do something. That is immediate self-improvement without killing yourself. You don't have to go to the extremes that I go to. I do that to myself because I want to, and I want to get better. And I want to get stronger. And I want to be competitive. Right. So 1% better every day. That's all it takes. doesn't matter. Don't compare yourself to other people. Don't look at him and say, well, I wish I was there. Well, put your, put, put your fucking head down and get back to work. Yeah. And you may end up passing that guy. And if you don't want to look at it as be 1% better, well, small victory today. Let's have another one tomorrow. Yeah. And then the day after that. Exactly. And at the end of the week, take all your small victories, put it in one big victory. And be like, hey, look at all the stuff I did better than yeah. what I started with. And then wipe the slate clean. Start all over. Start all over. It works great. Also, <laughs> something that we tried Saturday that went very well. I had a good time. My brother, Mr. Daniel Tate, and Big Handsome, Mr. Jason, uh, we got together and did a live on Instagram this past Saturday. Uh, it was a good time. It was very, very good. And I think that is something that we're going to start doing regularly. So um, make sure you're following me on Instagram, uh, josh.odom.315. On the gram, um, Daniel Tate is the strongest ghost on Instagram, and uh, Jason is Big Handsome eleven oh eight on Instagram, I believe. Uh, don't know that it would be Jason every time. If it is, great. Jason is uh, a wonderful human. He is, um, he's a world-renowned strongman. He's, uh, he's, he's just a good guy. Just a great guy. But for sure, it'll be me and Daniel. So something you want to check out, we'll try to post the day before, the day of, time that we're going to jump on live. So be uh, be tuned in. We'll see. I will try to join this upcoming Saturday. I hope you do, buddy. I hope you do. I may be in a different part of the house, though. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> that way we're not talking over each other. I mean, you could just come like walk up and be like, hey. No, well, I kind of want the our. Our Instagram page to be part of it as well. That's fine. That's fair. But anyway, uh, be watching out for that. Shout out to uh, Daniel Tate, wonderful human. Love him dearly. Uh, he and Aaron will be on the show August 13th. Hmm. That 
they'll be here for Alabama's Strongest Man. Okay. And then the next day, we're going to do the podcast. Uh, another thing that I was going to pitch to you is on your Wednesday night workouts, since I won't be able to do it after next Tuesday, because I've been trying to get to want to do that. Uh, I'm going to try to at least show up to take pictures, videos. Cool. Yeah, with the with the camera. So that's uh, something I wanted to talk to you about. And we'll talk about off mic, but absolutely. So, but I will definitely say that for this particular episode of the podcast, there's been much, much, much to intake, and that I hope that you know. People can apply what we said. Yeah. I, I feel like we've brought us some good topics and I feel like we've made some very valid points. And I hope I got my point across like I think I did. I'm you you did. I, I fully believe you did. And if points, you didn't rather. Let's say if you didn't, next 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 podcast. Next episode. Feedback. Good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. Let us know. Tell us what you think about our, our topics and our points that we made. And don't be scared to say what you feel like you should say because we want you to be honest because we're honest. Yeah. We're we're very blunt the majority of the time. Very straightforward. Please let us know what you think uh, of us and what we could possibly do to be a little bit better. That way we have our 1% of small victories. Yeah. Tell um, us on Spotify. Tell us on Instagram. Tell us on Twitter. Tell us if you see us somewhere. Just say, tell us in person. Tell us. Yeah. Tell us in person. I'm always willing to have a conversation of anything to be better. Indeed. And I feel like on that note, sir, it's time to call it. Absolutely. It's uh, very much a pleasure doing this with you. I'm I'm glad that we do this because I've made it known a few times now. I had zero desire to do this. And here we are talking about <laughs> stuff that's. In my in my opinion, it's fantastic. Not a lot last this episode, but I'm okay with this. Well, I'm glad I finally wore you down. You did. It definitely took a while. Yeah. How long, how long did you ask me to do this? I don't know. I've been talking about. I personally like had been talking about wanting to do a podcast for a few years, and then I moved in here with you, and it was like, hey, we have had some stellar conversations. Why don't we do a podcast? Man, I don't want to do a podcast. Man. It was basically like, why would anybody listen to what I have to say? I'm just a dumbass from Robertsdale that as soon as people hear me talk, oh, he's just slow and special and they write me off. Well, guess what? Everybody loves you. Yeah, because I don't know. Maybe they like my beard more than I think they do. There's a whole lot of you to love. You call me fat because you're right. No. Calling you luscious. Thank you. I wish I could put it on like you put your beard on. On that note, we need to we need to call it because we, we do have to be adults tomorrow. We do. I'm proud of you for letting the thing gloss over. Maybe in a future episode, if you bring if you bring something up that I can use this for. It will be said. Wait a minute. Use it for. Yeah, if I'm going to make a point across about stuff, it's very possible. I, 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 I'm, I'm real nervous now. <laughs> Got to keep you on your toes, sir.
I can't do that. I'm too fat. Okay, I got to keep you on your feet. Yeah. And keep him on his heels. <laughs> on oh. his foots. On that bombshell. I forget. Get up, get up, get up. I Drop forget the who. Bombshell. Oh, that was always on whose line is it anyway, wasn't it? What? On that bombshell. No. No? Hmm. I just hear Power Man 5000. No, there's there's a skit on something that always, they get always up, go on that bombshell. Oh, it was Top Gear. Shell. I've never watched that. It's, yeah, that's what it was. It was Top Gear. But anyway. This is out of control. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yes. Thank you for your support and your word of mouth shares and your follows and likes. And we appreciate everything that y'all are doing that we may not know about. And we would love to know about it. And we will love to give you a shout out on another episode that we will do. Yes, so, absolutely. Um, to the friends that we have personal that has, that has approached us and say, Hey, we like what you're listening to. Thank you for that. That, that yes. shows us support and that gives us the desire to continue to do this. Cause I know there's people that they do stuff and they never get acknowledged or praised about it. And they're like, Oh, well I'm just doing it to do it now. And then eventually they get burned out. Yeah. Um, and luckily we have not got burned out and I hope we don't. Yeah. No, this has been a, this is week number 22 that we've this done. This is number 22. Oh, something I meant to tell you that I just now thought of growing up. 22 was my favorite number. The deuce deuce was my favorite number. Growing up, I don't know that I have ever had a favorite number. I I had I had a, uh, I would say probably eight to ten years worth of jerseys as twenty two, hmm. growing up, and then I don't remember who took the number from me. Uh, this was a men's slow pitch. I don't remember who took took twenty two first. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I'll just combine them to four. So I was number four for a while, and then I went from number four to number one. So now my favorite number is number one. Indeed. I know it's really random, but it was just something I thought about earlier. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do our 22nd episode. It's like, huh, childhood memory. If I had to pick a favorite number, I guess it would be 19. Wrong that. It's that good. was my original call sign with Locks Fire Department. I remember you telling me that. I was 6019 from 2008 to 2018 until I got promoted and I was 6006. Oh, 6006. Time for you and I to call tonight. Indeed. So thank you everybody for listening. I got to go blast test. You got to go blast test. Literally, I'm going, when I put this mic down, I'm going, I'm going to poke. It is your night to blast test. It is. You're going to fix your credit in the morning. It's going to be a 735 when I wake up in the morning. That devil chicken is not going to know what is just happened to it. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. We are out. Night, everybody.